They said you can say everything but Jesus. I couldn't call Jesus' name. That thing blew up, and Larry Barnett in California said, I used one of his clips, a little boy coming out of a hole, sleeping. And his lawyer wrote me a letter and said, take it off. He got mad because I got on CNN around the world with that song <laughs> and said, if I didn't move it, they'll sue me. By the time they got the letter and sent me 30, 31 days were going, I said, I'm already off. <laughs> and I wrote them a letter said, I meant no harm. I didn't want no money. They didn't, they didn't pay me television service. He just got jealous. God did let it ring around the world, but not my way. <laughs> In this life, things rarely work out. According to plan, I'm sure if you sat down and talked to him when he was moving around, he had plans. When he was moving around with his legs and going. And I'm sure that when you, you had that tragedy on that bike, and that motorcycle, and that accident, and they called me to come down there, your mama, and I went there and saw you lying there with legs all up, I'm sure you felt, this is not what I planned. But then I told you it ain't what you lost, what you got left. And your mama fell out in that floor. Look what he's done as a world record. Nine world records. Swimming. He took what he had left. I lost my leg, but I got my arms. That's not what you planned, but in this life, life rarely work out according to plan. You thought you were going to marry your sweetheart. You dated in school. Most times, the folk we date in school, we plan we're going to marry, we don't never marry. And you probably dated this guy, said, that's going to be my husband. Now, look at that knucklehead joker you got now. That egghead joker. You didn't plan to marry him. You said, where did he come from? How I marry him? <laughs> it didn't work out according to your dream. You grew up thinking you were going to be a mother with these children. Now you got another man in your life with children. You didn't know. Look, I had somebody in here had finished college, went on and got their master's, planning this big job, and ended up in the Army. So there were no jobs when joined the service. In this life, things rarely work out. According to plan, there were some pastors that went to study law, became lawyers. You know what they're doing? Preaching got small churches. They quit practicing law because they found their happiness in a church. One told me, I was always called. I was just running from it. I said, man, you give up a law firm to pastor a church? It ain't about the money. It's just what God moved me. In this life. Things rarely work out according to planning. And that's why we get disappointed. It just doesn't go the way you plan it. I want to say something about one of the reasons why God lets you get disappointed. One of the things that God permits us to get disappointed is God, I like this, he got to test how true you are to him with your love. Let's look at Genesis chapter 32 or 22 on your own. Read it. It's about Abraham. Abraham got disappointed. Old man, never had a son. 
And all of a sudden, God comes to him and tells he and his wife he's going to have a baby. Now, that's excitement. At my age, and the Bible says, Sarah laughed. You're going to have a baby at 90 years old, and he 100? You would laugh too. <laughs> and God said, why is Sarah laughing? When they said, Sarah, you're going to have a baby at 90 years old, she said, <laughs> And the angel said, why is Sarah laughing? Ain't anything too hard for God? Now watch this hot disappointment. Abraham didn't want to know if this is true. And one day, Miss Sarah had morning sickness. Y'all know what morning sickness is. She pregnant. <laughs> Started asking for watermelon in the wintertime. Come on, women. Why you want watermelon in this winter? That's that appetite when you're pregnant. Crazy stuff. <laughs> my sister, when I was a little boy, would ask for a watermelon. It's 10 degrees. Pregnant. I said, she pregnant now. <laughs> Amen. Throwing up. When Virginia got sick and throwing up, I'm throwing up too. I ain't never understood that. I ain't having a baby. What I'm throwing up for? <laughs> She got pregnant, and look, and then when she gets the baby, God gave it Abraham, you know, you can go have Abraham walking around 100 years old, you can see him around the guy saying, <laughs> and I can hear somebody say, that's your boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I can God, Abraham, you know you lying. Don't it look like me? Look at it, look at it. Got my hair. <laughs> you really 100? Yeah, I'm 100 years old. I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him bragging around all the old men. That's your sovereign? Go ask his mama. Bragging. And all of a sudden, God shows up. Midnight. Abraham. Yes, Lord. Your son, Isaac. Yes, Lord. Take him and take him to the mountain and sacrifice him. What? I'm sure if that been me, I said, is this you, God? <laughs> you finna do, what did you say? Kill him? Kill him. What a disappointment. I thought you loved me. You gave me the boy. Sacrifice him. Whew. I love God, but I don't know if I can do it. What do you say of your son? You know? Huh? And then take, take Jalen, and you say you love God, and say, Elder. <laughs> and Annette would say, That ain't God. <laughs> There's somebody calling you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my only child, man, no way! And you would have said, God, I paid my tax and I'm lawyer to the church. Why would you do this? Take him. Put him on the altar. Kill him. I think I had to say, God, well, let us reason together. <laughs> let us come together and reason. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. You couldn't do that? 
awful to do. And then Abraham gets up that morning and brings his son. And I'm sure Miss Sarah, he didn't tell her what's going on. And she saw him going off with the boy. And he went up to the mountain. And he took that boy he always wanted, never had a son. And the boy said, Daddy, I see the wood. I see the fire. But where's the sacrifice? Know what Abraham said? The Lord will provide. But he told his servants at the foot of the mountain, we're going up. But what Abraham said, we will return. Why did Abraham say we will return when he knew he was going to kill the boy? That's why we call a man of faith. He knew God was going to work something out. God never tell you <laughs> what he's going to do. You just have to move on it. He went on up there, disappointed. I'm sure he was mad. Then black folk, I know what you'd have been saying. You, know, you call yourself God. Black folk, someone, they get the fussy. But he went on up there, and he took that boy, and the boy was, Isaac was not a baby at that time. Isaac was some 17, 18-year-old boy who was strong enough to knock down a hundred-year-old man. We overlooked the story. He yielded to his daddy, a replica of Jesus Christ, who yielded to the cross. He yielded. He didn't fight his daddy and laid on the altar. And Abraham had the dagger in his hand, probably weeping, disappointed in God. And all of a sudden, when he had his dagger up and stabbed his boy in the heart, some